Welcome everybody to episode 19 of Voice of the International Community Experience. Today we're talking about the interesting topic of men and women relationships and what women want from the eyes of our resident expert, Gomme Brown. Hey. hey, welcome, my man. Hey, dude. How are you doing today? Dude, I'm on fire. You're I'm on pumped. fire? I love talking about women. They're living the dream. <laughs> living the dream. So this is going to be you, a you, blast. You Got love talking mic. about women. You you love talking to women. I love talking to women. You like about talking women. about women. About, <laughs> about them. Yeah. yeah. And around them. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's controversial. <laughs> around. Yeah, no, amazing, man. Well... Well, how, do I sound, how does my new mic sound, man? Mm. Is it on point? Sounds amazing, bro. It's on point. <laughs> yes, sir. Mate, mate, Road are on point with this stuff. Oh, Road, man. Shout yeah, out. Yeah, man. Shout out to Road. Oh, they're, they're doing an amazing job. Yeah, it's, it's, it's state-of-the-art equipment. Absolutely. And Made in Australia. Yeah, and, and hopefully it's bringing a crisp sound, a crisper sound than we've ever had. Yes. Because we've got, we've got a proper setup now. Mm. Yeah, brilliant. Podcast, now, roadcaster, pod mics. Yeah, it's just, Ooh. it's amazing. We just got to have crisp content. Content now, that's all it is. It. But I'm thinking, you know, from where we started from with intercultural relationships and how that morphed into all the stuff we talked about. Yeah. I think it's it's important now that we delve a little bit deeper mm. and just think about, even you're from the same culture yeah. or from the same country. Mm. Let's try and figure out what women want. What do they want? Now, yesterday you said you knew <laughs> what women wanted. I, I think and I And you do. said you were going to school all of us yeah. in, in that regard. Mm. Now, I couldn't sleep. Mm. Up all I. night. <laughs> <laughs> you I were thought, terrified what am I, what am I got myself into? <laughs> Why I do like, I set myself up like this? I was like, is this what all of these years have been leading up to? <sighs> Man. And this epi- is episode 19. Episode 19. <laughs> for me to finally figure out exactly what it is mm. that women want. Yeah. Now, we are going to call a, a, a couple of women or just one woman just to ask. We'll see how we go. We'll let's, see how we go. We'll see how we go. Yeah. We, we, might, we might squeeze it in. We'll if not, then we'll just bring in a guest next time to, uh, to yeah. have that. Episode 20. We've got to feature a woman to kind of yeah, yeah. validate, invalidate. All I the think stuff it's better that about. way after we've spoken our yeah, thoughts and yeah, then yeah. they can listen to it and then yeah. come and set us straight. Yeah, 100%. Okay. So let's do that. Exactly like we did with feminism. Yes. How, how much trouble we got into feminism with that. Oof. But uh, you know what? The WhatsApp group was not happy. No. The <laughs> WhatsApp group have never been happy. That's the That's thing. The whole thing. Okay. <laughs> so the WhatsApp group. There lies the foundation for the group. Exactly. We were just delivering them the content they yeah. need to keep the group happening. Absolutely. Otherwise, Absolutely. as soon as they get happy, the group gets disbanded. It's disbanded. It's, uh, it's what time happens, to start over. What happens to Facebook and all the money they're making? <laughs> WhatsApp group. <laughs> now, nah, amazing. Okay, so let's get into it, my man. Yeah, already. So, yeah. We're not going to build this up. No, we're not up. building it up in no way. I Straight in. The anticipation, not from the public, but from me, is uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's massive. Look, this is going to be um, potentially controversial stuff. Okay, I hope it breaks the internet. Well, look, <laughs> don't owe our episodes. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, it's funny. Um yeah, so what do women want? What do yeah. women want? Uh, I think there's a huge difference between what women want versus what women need. So mm. let's probably just to start there. Yeah. Very profound. And I think what women want is typically linked to trauma mm-hmm. and history. Yeah. And what women need is more linked to design and desire. Not so no, much no, no. Desire, desire is probably just, in the want. Yeah, mm. desire is probably going to be in the want, but mm. more more design and you know how we're how we're created. Okay, and uh, authenticity mm. uh, around that. So you know, I've spoken about the traumatic self versus the authentic self, and I feel like even when we come to wants and needs from a woman's perspective, it yes. falls into those categories quite nicely, quite neatly. Okay. So now we're going on the, uh, I, I, I guess that's the macro level. Yeah. Now, judging from, 
coming from yesterday's conversation, mm. when you said, what did I say yesterday? when you said <laughs> yeah. that, and I quote, <laughs> that, oh Lord, here we go. <laughs> because all your mates were handsome and they had money and they had all of this stuff. Mm. As a kid, you figured out very quickly I had to. what women wanted, mm. and then you gave them that. So I just want before we go into all of the uh, yep. the detail, yep. I just want to know mm-hmm. exactly what it was that you gave them. Right. Yeah. That's that's a great question. And, wow. You okay? <laughs> I told you I didn't. Sleep. We have evolved. <laughs> um, so what I discovered at a very early age was, mm. like I said, I didn't have the superficial material stuff. Yes. So what I had to rely on, and it's not so much what I went around giving, Mm. but what I had to rely on if I wanted to feel accepted by women, Mm -hmm. girls, Mm -hmm. you know, because I was a kid, was some other substance, something else of worth to them. Okay. So I think, and this is all retrospective because I wasn't consciously doing this at the time. Ah, so this, right. a lot of this is in hindsight. I wasn't going there doing mathematical equations to figure out <laughs> to how figure to, out what how you to get do. into women's worlds. Yes. But I feel like by default, two things happened. Mm-hmm. I learned very quickly how to identify traumatic women. Okay. Women who had been through some kind of trauma, whether yes. that was developmental, relational, but I picked that up very quickly. My radar for picking up trauma became heightened. Okay. And there's lots of reasons for that, which we can go into um, yeah. at some other point. I, I can do that too. I think I walk into a club and I just, uh, 99% of the women in there have trauma. Right. Well, it's <laughs> no, not hard. No, it's no, it's not hard these days. I'm just kidding. Uh, women, let, 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 <laughs> let that one go. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Uh, go on. So that was that was one of the things. My my awareness, my sensitivity to traumatized women was very high. Okay. The second thing I became very good at was just and this will sound really basic, mm. is just listening. Okay. Simply just listening. Mm. And so I became a sounding board for a lot of girls. Yeah. Admittedly, they were usually talking to me about my handsome friend or my yeah, handsome yeah, yeah, brother, yeah, 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 yeah. all the issues they're having with those people. Mm-hmm. But I listened, and I, I very quickly realized that mm. that was such a powerful asset to have. Yeah, I I realized as a kid. I think just just from observing, yeah, and listening to and watching my brothers operate and stuff like that. Yeah, that any time, the 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 biggest error. A teenager would make yeah. would be Exe, talk to my chick for me. Oh, worst thing you could do, right? That, <laughs> because she ain't coming back to you. She's not coming back <laughs> because as soon as she finds that he's more understanding and caring and listening, Correct. she'll start gravitating towards him. Correct, right? I, so, I actually came to talk to you about your mate, yeah. And now I find myself attracted to liking you, you. yeah. And so, and that's for me. Yeah, that I found that out as a as a you know I found that out as a teenager inadvertently. Too. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, a couple of times because you're the charismatic one in the group or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And then one of your, your mates is having a problem with his with his girl, can't express himself well. Mm. So he says, dude. Sends you to go and have the convo. Have a conversation with her for me. Tell her all of this stuff. And you're going there and you're like, yeah, he's really a nice guy, but he's going through all of this. So he wants to do this and do that. Anyway, what's going on? So what's up with you? And mm. she's like, oh, I'm feeling this way and I'm doing that. And then all of a sudden. Next minute. You know, she's ringing you tomorrow. <laughs> like, how's he going? <laughs> yeah, I, just, I just finished school. Oh, okay. And, and then with you, each call, you develop a friendship, right? With each call, he... Kind of fades more into the yeah. background. Uh, well, by the second call, she's not asking anything about right. him. Right, right. So, it's all about you. Yeah, I had a mate actually, who was—he's um, deceased now, unfortunately. But this guy, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. Nkoma um, Kabota, rest in peace. Very good friend of mine. Mm. This guy was deadly on the phone, brother. Yeah, on the phone. Yeah. 
deadly. What was it? The voice? The... I think just the ca- the charisma he had on the phone was next level. Okay. In person? Not so much. Zero charisma, <laughs> bro. I couldn't talk to him. <laughs> couldn't talk familiar. to at all, bro. Right. But I, it, I felt like he did enough work. Uh-huh. On the phone okay. That it didn't really matter right. Because you know When you're teenagers And you're dating girls You're not really doing anything mm-hmm. Before you get into the You know Sleeping with with Yeah I was, I was a good Christian boy So there was none of yeah, that Yeah yeah So you're You're not really doing it When you meet yeah. up Yeah You're just maybe Going for a walk Or yeah, doing yeah. this or Holding just, hands Yeah holding or hands Or whatever stuff. Yeah. yeah You're not But that wasn't the time So he spent uh-huh. most of the time With them <laughs> On the phone. On the phone. Oh, man. <laughs> He'll do well during COVID. Dude. Anyway, <laughs> rest in peace, my brother. I've got fun memories of you. <laughs> Jesus. We, 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 we had some times. Oh, but wow. anyway, go on. Sorry. I, I, uh... No, okay. So, mm. so trauma, developmental trauma. So yes. I think young girls grow up observing their mothers. Yeah. And that gives them a kind of yardstick a benchmark for what it looks like to be in a relationship with a man okay and depending on how the dad partner of the mom treats them Mm -hmm. they start to pick up little things about how i'm going to be in a relationship with my partner but also watching mom interact with the rest of the world yes gives me a sense of what mom's going to be like if that's what mom's like that's what i'm going to be like at some level yeah yeah, yeah. and a lot of a lot of this is not you know, necessarily accessible at a rational level. Mm, a lot of this mm, is mm, happening mm. subconsciously. Yeah, They're yeah, picking yeah, up, yeah. picking up what they see modeled. Mm, mm, mm. Um, and so it's it's all monkey see, monkey do. Type monkey thing. see, monkey do. Mm. And a lot of the times, what happens is that what they see modeled, yes, is very different to what we're designed, created for. Okay. Because we've all got flaws, we have our parents have traumas yeah. that passes down in how they model, how they interact with us, how they yeah. interact with each other, and, and the world. In essence, what we see, what what we observe mm. as being modelled. Okay, and so we grow up with these discrepancies between how I feel, what I believe I should be, versus what I've experienced, and then when we get to relational stage mm-hmm. where now we're in relationships when they're starting to interact with the other sex women interacting with men they find themselves drawn to people that reflect what they saw modeled okay yeah and so you hear people talk about uh girls always end up with guys that are like their dads yes for example um and each time they get into a relationship, they very quickly realize what it was actually like for mom, mm. despite what they observed, because they're now with a guy who's like their dad. Yeah. They very quickly realize, oh, I didn't realize this. I, I don't yeah. like this. And then they start to try and change it. They either start to try and change it or they leave and they get into another relationship. But what's driving them, mm. if you ask them at that stage, what are you looking for in a man? Mm. They'll tell you, Qualities that are based on what they don't want, yeah. based on yeah, the previous yeah, yeah. relationship. Now, or they'll tell you about things that they noticed about their dad that they didn't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, say, yeah, I yeah. want someone who's not these things. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And then it becomes, it starts to become a bit more sketchy about what they actually really want. Yeah. Because they're speaking uh, very much more from a negative. Yeah perspective and negative motivation mm. perspective rather so, than so let's just say if their if their dad was a mountain climber yeah and he wasn't a very successful mountain climber yeah if they meet you mm. and maybe you didn't have a conversation about mountain climbing. the fact that you love mountains and you <laughs> yeah <laughs> you want yeah. a mountain climb yeah but and then you eventually evolve into wanting to uh, and expressing and wanting to climb mountains, mm-hmm. and then they are totally against it. Yeah, based on the trauma that they experienced from the person that wasn't good at mountain climbing. 
he wasn't good at mountain climbing, but also he spent so much time mountain climbing that he was never with mum. He was never, yeah, exactly. So, so I don't want to, I, I don't want a guy like that. Exactly. So yeah. then, then they're like, oh, no, not for me. Yeah. This is causing yeah. me so much stress because Trigger. I'm thinking of all of this stuff as mm-hmm. you do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You could be extremely good at it. Yeah. Or whatever it is. I, I picked mountain climbing, but that's probably the most dangerous thing I could have picked, right? <laughs> but it serves yeah. it serves its purpose. Yeah, it does. As far as so, analogy. Yeah. So okay, fair enough. Now yeah. also going from from uh, exactly what it is we were talking about before, um, if we speak from a perspective of the the things that you were saying mm-hmm. to to the girls back then. Yeah. Okay, you were listening, mm-hmm. you're a sounding board. Yep. And then how did you now transform that listening and sounding board into mm. them being attracted to you and then you doing something about it? I think the word is probably inadvertent. So okay. it wasn't something that I set out to do, mm. but I very quickly realized that it was a powerful asset that I had. The ability okay. to just sit with a woman and listen. Mm. To sit with a woman while she was upset, crying about her broken relationship, yeah, yeah, yeah. and just listen and you know be comfortable enough uh, with that situation mm-hmm. was amazing. Okay. There was something about that that drew the women naturally mm. to me. But it was also something that I, I did naturally, mm. the listening thing. So it kind of just happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm listening to you and I'm looking at myself and thinking, I think I was when I was younger, I was more like that mm-hmm. because I was, I was more patient because I personally also had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. Yeah. So I wasn't looking for specific things. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to interact with people. Yep. And I could listen. Yep. And I was tolerant. Yep. But as I got older and I've got a clear path of what I want to do, mm-hmm. I haven't got time for the nonsense. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I've like, this is what I want. This is what I need. If it's, if, and I've got like. So girls crying er- is nonsense. Error. <laughs> Limits of <laughs> no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. Stop that nonsense. No, I got a path, I got a path, I'm gonna go. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I'm saying I haven't got time for nonsense with anybody, right? Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's not, it's not, it's just not girls. gender, it's not gender it's specific. Not gender specific. <laughs> okay. As long as I feel like what's being said mm. is trivial ridiculous. or irrelevant or yeah. ridiculous yeah. my brain shuts down on right. one side right. and the other one starts to think about the stuff i need to do uh-huh do you get what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. so it's i'm listening and i'm trying to process okay. and your brain it hasn't out there. gone to the other side no, 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 not, not yet, yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> i'm still engaged <laughs> you're still engaged yeah. okay so we're good <laughs> excellent excellent yeah so I think a lot of that developmental trauma, because here's what here's what trauma does, right? Mm. Trauma is really, and I want to speak about developmental trauma mm-hmm. um, for a second, because what this does, it's not necessarily your big, what they, you know, psychologists would call big T traumas, like a car accident mm-hmm. or a near death experience or, or you know, a sexual uh, abuse, mm-hmm. right? That mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um, developmental traumas. What did you need from your primary caregivers mm-hmm. that you did not get? Yeah. So dad And going, you didn't know you needed it at the time. You may not have been conscious, aware of the fact mm. that you needed it, um, but there's something missing, mm. you know, and this happens over time. Mm-hmm. And what trauma does is, is it tells you very quickly that the world is not safe. Yes. And if the world is not safe, you need to do a few things to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. And those, those are what, you know, the, the kind of stress responses they're called. Yeah. Um, and so when people get into relationships and they have these developmental traumas, and this speaks specifically about women, mm-hmm. like you were saying, using the mountain climbing example. Yeah. If the guy says, I'm going away on a trip mm. for work, trigger. Because the brain has registered absence as something that connects to what I needed as a child. 
i.e. dad to be home, yeah. dad to make me feel safe. Yeah. And so dad's going away mountain climbing yeah. meant I didn't feel safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so yeah, now okay. my partner's telling me he's going away for work, mm. automatic trigger, yeah. stress response, i.e., you know, fight, flight, freeze, one of those yeah, things. Yeah, 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 okay. Um, and there, therein lies what uh, what could be termed as a as as an attention seeking person it's not attention seeking it's no i mean that's what other people would look at it as right right yes right. so yeah. from the outside looking in you yeah. go oh my god that woman is clingy that woman is needy yeah she's attention seeking yeah. all these things mm-hmm. without understanding the trauma kind of yeah, 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 yeah. That's led to that situation. Yes. And so if you ask a woman like that from a traumatic perspective, what do you want? She'll tell you things like, I want a guy that's always going to be around. Mm-hmm. I want a guy that's going to be reassuring. Oh, okay. I don't want a guy that works away. I don't want to fight for a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I don't want a guy that um, keeps changing jobs all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what she's looking for is security. Stability. Stability. Mm. These things become critical. Mm. And that's why I'm saying what if you ask her what she wants, mm. it's very much related to the trauma of what she didn't get yeah. as a child. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I think is very different to what she needs. Yes. And so she'll go from relationship to relationship, carrying these traumas, and with each relationship, you get validated. Your trauma gets validated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was in this relationship. He kept, you know, he kept going away to work and I don't know what was going on and yeah. I, f- I felt lonely in all, that relationship. All he was doing was trying to provide for Guy's just going to work. Yeah. Nothing to do with the guy. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's just, just going, going to, work. to work. What he's trying to do yeah. is provide for the family, yeah. do all this stuff, and it's coming out as something else. Correct. But yes. it's, it's, it's building. Mm. And, and that's what trauma does. It finds evidence to support the need for the stress response. Yes. It becomes accustomed to fighting yeah. Fleeing or freezing, yeah. and so it needs evidence to support the fear yeah. that the trauma brings about. Now, from my thoughts and understanding of the universe, mm. is that it gives you what you're, what you're asking. It will for. give you exactly that, yeah. which is so, why women will end up in relationship after relationship yeah. after that all trigger the same traumatic stress response. Yes. Yeah. So you you know you'll you'll get into a relationship, yeah. and everything's good, yeah. and then you'll start to manufacture and manifest some stuff yeah. from nothing. Yeah. Which will then create the same thing that well, you were trying to avoid. It's, again, from the outside, it seems like nothing. And the woman herself may not even understand what's going on. Because this Yo, is I mean, I mean nothing a, from a guy's perspective. Correct. Right? The guy's so done guy, absolutely he's doing, nothing. He's doing what he does. He's just being him, yeah. doing, doing what he's got to do. And maybe, you know, he's yeah. learning, evolving and doing all that. And yep. then it, it resonates as something else. It triggers something okay. that has nothing to do with him, but yes. it's based on a history of trauma that is now stored in the body. Okay neurological response that's automatic she doesn't even know what's going on she yes. doesn't know why she feels depressed when yeah. it's you know and little things like the guy goes i'm going to work yeah she'll physically feel sick or you know before it's time for the guy to yeah. to, to go to work she picks a fight it's or she'll usually, do it's, something. It's, it's yeah. usually going out, though. Yeah. I think it's usually... And, and, like the, and the guy's and like, where <laughs> the <laughs> hell is this coming from? What is this about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, of course, we're speaking about a woman who's with a an ideal, level-headed, non-idiotic guy. Sure. Okay? Sure. So that's that's what happens. Yeah. There are some absolute... Got my brown. Idiots out there. <laughs> Go with Brown. Yeah. Oh, no, I was referring to me as being the other one. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, 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 the nice guy. Yes. yes oh, all right, yes. right. I thought exhibit you were. I was I exhibit, you exhibit B. No, I don't even know what exhibit B is. <laughs> Idiots. Okay. okay, right? The so, opposite of Gomez Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair so, yeah. that's what I'm, I'm like. There's some absolute bastards out there that are just mistreating women and doing all of this stuff. Sure. We're not speaking on their behalf. Yeah. Those guys deserve another episode of the podcast. That's going to be another episode, which speaks about what what's their trauma. Yes. What, what happened to them? Yes. And we might call a couple of guys that are renowned players. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what people I'm sure we, we can, players. We can both yeah. come up with a whole list. 
<laughs> yeah. But uh, but for now, I, I we'll think I, it's, it's important that we add yeah. this in the disclaimer because I know yeah. women would be listening to this part and being like, yeah, but this guy did this and this guy was mm. not, he did that. And then yes. this guy yeah. played me or this guy was, you know, mm. and then he said all of the stuff that you're saying about but I'm saying this is like a, a typical guy. Never met one of them, but a nice guy that just does everything that he's supposed to be doing. Got my brow. Okay. Yeah. Good. Nice to meet you. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> pleased to meet you. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah. So from that perspective, okay. I'm uh, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. So so important to understand what our traumas are mm. so important to understand what our you know there's a whole theory around attachment in terms of what i what i needed from my primary caregivers mum and dad or whoever it was yeah and what i didn't get yes and how that's shaped what i think mm. i need in a relationship okay because it's going to be very different to what you actually need mm. Now, what I thought I wanted, mm. as as I grew up, yeah, and, and what I thought I wanted from my parents, yeah, and what I actually got, mm. I actually got more than, you know, when I was a Brilliant. kid, I thought I wasn't getting enough, yeah. But when I grew up, I realized, Jesus, these they gave me more than I needed, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, and that, and that was the thing because my my wants were so heavily influenced by outside influence not the stuff that were in the house mm. it was what i'm seeing on tv or what my friends have or yep. what they're doing and all that yeah, stuff man. right so i'm kind of i don't know if it's the same experience for them in regards Absolutely. to forming this this yeah. big thing yeah fairy tale type setup yeah and then here comes gomi brown who's not a not prince charming yeah but he's got everything else though yeah so and, and all of a sudden you don't match up to the standard that is brilliant because mm. i think a lot of the time when as a woman you go into a relationship very clear about what you don't want which mm. like i said is trauma driven um you end up with substandard relationships yeah because what you're looking for is too little you're going i want a guy that's not gonna trigger my traumas mm. so you're coming at, at it from a negative perspective yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, even if you phrase it in a positive way i want a guy that's loyal basically says to me you've been cheated on or you've observed yeah you know disloyalty infidelity and mm. so you're trying to you're trying to negate the trauma yeah and that's what's driving your kind of checklist yes for what you want in a relationship so like from the conversation we had with leanne yeah right and she said she didn't want a project yeah so that that's basically telling you that she's had several projects my question <laughs> would be tell me about all the projects you've yeah, had yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so, yeah. so uh, and that's the thing right yeah. so it's absolutely it, it comes from like yeah yeah yeah. i'll tell you what i don't want i don't want this yeah right and that's yeah. that's from exactly what they've been through yeah um, I, I don't want someone that's going to trigger my trauma there's a question which i'll i'll want which i'll ask a woman, right? Yeah. Now, if the guy that you wanted mm -hmm. was to appear, mm -hmm. would he like you though? As a person, this is what I'm. This, I'm just putting it out there, but this is this is yeah. exactly what I'm gonna ask a woman because I feel like everybody's got lists, but they don't work on themselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because if you've got traumas. It's, mm -hmm. it's not the guy's responsibility to come in and and fix your traumas. No. It's self-reflect. You've got to understand that those traumas are stopping you from having a, a, a good relationship with people yep. and work on them yourself yep. so that you're presenting your best self to the individual that you're going to meet yep. who has all the little ticks on the list. Yep. Right? Yep. Okay. So... Uh, that was a running theory in my head. I didn't mm. know if it was plausible or not. And I think I think that's a very valid question to ask. And I think my response to that would be: a lot of the time, women settle for way too little because they feel like that's what they deserve. Yeah. Especially when you're talking from a traumatic perspective. Yeah. So yeah. if if 
So I probably need to talk about what women need because I think if a guy that women actually need rocks up, mm. a real masculine man mm. that has worked through his traumas, because we all have kind of traumas at some level, yeah. a guy that's done the work, worked through his trauma and can be uh, absolutely masculine in himself, mm. a traumatized woman would have no idea what to do with him. That's true. And she would sabotage because deep down there's a sense of, oh my God, this is too good to be true. I do not deserve this. Mm. So I'm going to mess this up. Yeah. Or I'm going to test him. Subconsciously. This is, this is too good to be true. Can this really be? Mm. And so I test after test after test after test. Mm. And that's a way of kind of getting reassurance is by testing the waters. Mm. Are mm. you really this good? Mm. Can you really be this good and want me? Mm. What? Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever had that situation. <laughs> no, like I said, you're going to no. be really masculine, man. <laughs> I know. I'm as masculine as they come. I've gone through, gone through the work. Let me tell you something. I think I'd think be, be hard work for anyone, man. I know that for a fact. Because I'm, I think, like I said yeah. previously, I'm not, like, I don't really have time for the nonsense. So as soon as I know I'm being tested, yeah, I'm just like, man, this is nonsense. Right. Yeah, my that, brain that, registers that, it that, as nonsense. That falls into the nonsense yeah, category. Yeah, my brain registers yeah. it nonsense. And you're already like, on the golf course. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to play golf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. But yeah, that that's um, that's a little bit. But yeah, sure. Keep going. Yeah. So I don't know if we want to do a call in and just talk about what women want. Is now a good place to to do that, and then we can. After that, talk about what women need. And then if we've got time, uh, call yeah. someone in to validate that. Yeah, yeah. You know, let, let's keep chatting and then let's see what uh, what we can do in terms of the... Uh, callers. I mean, uh, the, I'm looking at the, the... There's at least six callers waiting. Yeah, but it's bringing the right person on. Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of that you're, you're seeing as, <laughs> not, <laughs> as nonsense, right? <laughs> You're filtering that through your like, nonsense what, what, filter. What, what, what are we gonna listen? What are we gonna hear from this one? Oh this, no! Oh lord! Oh Jesus! That's not helpful. Oh, oh wow! No, that won't be. Okay, so let's maybe let's quickly move on and talk yeah, about what yeah. women. What do women need? Yes. So I feel like this comes to a question of design, and I feel like we have we have a memory, an inherent memory of how we were built, how we were designed, how we were, how we're wired uh, as women. And I feel like from a woman's perspective, and again, this is, you know, this is Gomez Brown theory. I'm not claiming to be presenting uh, worldwide Wikipedia stuff. <laughs> this is just That's what you claimed yesterday. Gomepedia. That's what you claimed yesterday, but, you know, we'll let you off this time. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Just this once. Appreciate it. I believe at core what all women need in a relationship mm. is for a man to enter their world. And I think I've spoken about this yes, a little yes, bit yes, when yes, we spoke yes. femininity. Yes. To enter the world, the world even if it's... Uh, chaotic even if it's traumatized mm -hmm. and remain present so see the woman see her soul see her at a spiritual soul level and remain present despite yes. and to feel that this man is going to stay present he's going to be despite about what he sees mm. and who wants to do that Therein lies the problem. Can you can you see where the problem lies? Now, my question is because there's an innate why fear. My misery. Uh, what's the misery? The misery is dealing with all of that, right? Right. Okay. So, why right. should should the expectation be that I'll be miserable? You won't be miserable. to make you happy. You cannot. You cannot truly as a man, mm. do that and be miserable. Okay. 
Because Why? when you truly see the woman for who she is, mm. it means you have a vision for how she was built. Yes. Despite the trauma. And so, mm. so the trauma beca- the trauma is usually what presents itself. Yeah. And so it's an ability to see beyond the trauma and understand what happened to you. Yes. But have a vision for that doesn't define you. Okay. Who you really are is this. And have a strong vision for that uh-huh. and relate to her as she is that. Yes. Immediately you're relating to the traumatic self versus the authentic self. You've lost something. No, but what if the presentation yeah. that keeps coming is the traumatic version? So then what I'm saying is it's your ability to yeah. see beyond the presentation, so to go beyond the facade mm-hmm. and understand the facade as something that's protected the person, understand the facade as a stress response to trauma, mm-hmm. but not the true essence of who she is. Yes. Okay. So Ooh, I feel like someone needs to write that down. Uh, no, no, it's it's recorded. Gomopedia. <laughs> so, so we can re- refer to it later. Okay. Now, okay, I find that very fascinating, mm. in that a, a lot of what happens mm. is is very when it happens, people don't generally think too deep into it. They just yeah. They just listen to to what was said mm-hmm. and then react to that. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I think that's what we do in life. Yeah. And I learned very quickly when, uh, dealing with you mm. is that I have to think beyond <laughs> yeah. what's happening or what was said. Yeah. Right? Yep. And it's been my journey mm. to learn and be calm with it and yeah. just be like, okay. Yeah. This I take the individual as as this individual is. Mm. And it's it's only to do with lateness people. It's got nothing to do with anything <laughs> yeah. else. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> absolute gem as a friend, absolute everything. Yeah. Just runs a little yeah, bit late like, from time uh, to from time. From time to time. <laughs> it can be a bit late. Yeah. yeah. But which is which is fine, right? Now, there's an adjustment that needs to be made. Yeah. And this is where I I I can say that I was a lot better with that as a kid. I never, absolutely up until probably a few years ago, yeah. I made a con- conscious decision mm. not to deal with the stuff. Yeah. Before then, right. I was all the way in there. Mm. Now, the only reason I made a conscious decision not to deal with that mm. is that it never brought me as an individual any good results. And it never does. Yeah. So that's does. that's that's when I said I might have to let this part of my 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 being go. Yeah, I do it for work. Yeah, right. I, I get paid to do it. Yeah, right. I, yeah. I'll sit down and listen to somebody's problems, even help yeah. help as much as I can. Yeah, will listen, none judgmental, none nothing. Yeah, but on a personal level, mm. it makes it very difficult because yeah. I'm like. Maybe I should just hang around with people that have their stuff sorted out. Yeah, that yeah. that might be a little bit easier for me because I can't it's deal with that cer- at work. It's certainly going to be a lot easier. Yeah, I yeah. can't deal with this stuff at home. Yeah, do you get what I mean? Yeah. So, but coming from a perspective of what a woman wants, what a woman needs, mm. imagine having a man see beyond. All your traumatic stress responses. It would be beautiful. Can you imagine feeling that scene? Like 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 a man, I chuck a tantrum because my trauma you know, is triggered, yeah. but the man doesn't deal with that level of me. He deals with the soul level of me. Yes. Now I've seen That is healing people, in itself. I've seen a lot of people be in in abusive relationships yeah. because of that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They'll make excuses for the other person. This yeah. is them saying they'll somebody else in their presence and she'll go off. Yeah. And he's responding only to the nice person that she is mm-hmm. and not what she's just done. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So everybody else looking in would think, what happened there? Yeah. Right? And that's what a good man does. Yeah. He presents his woman to the world as the perfect, authentic version of who she is. Of course. Yeah. Now. Only if the woman is working on her trauma. Doesn't matter. 
Oh yeah, no, that's I, I, I signed out. Be, being with you is working on the trauma. So having a man in her world that has the ability to see that side of her, and you know, no, you can see it, but you don't have to experience it. So what you're putting yourself through yeah. is if it takes her ten years to do it, then you're putting yourself through ten years of of struggle. So can you see why a lot of women struggle and resort to the traumatic self? Because there is the biggest fear, mm. you know, biggest fear of a woman is he's not going to see me, or if he sees me, he's not going to like what he sees. No, I want, I want invisibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think for me, it would be plain and simple. Yeah, we all kind of take time to understand who we are, why we did what we did, or yeah. why we do what we do. Yeah. Present it, yeah. Unapologetically, yeah. Present it, yeah. And then the things that you know aren't good, yeah. You work on them, and then we support each other on that journey, yeah. While we're working on these things, mm. I'm seeing progress, yeah. Light at the end of the tunnel, yeah. I'm not just going into a tunnel, yeah. Like there's no torch, no nothing, and yeah. saying I hope that one day. This comes good. Mm. Meanwhile, I'll take the abuse. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. I don't think that's... Uh, so what I'm suggesting... Regardless of what the woman wants. Yeah. <laughs> what, what I'm suggesting yeah. is that what you're seeing is not the traumatic responses or all this negative stuff. What mm. you're actually seeing is the beautiful woman behind that. Yeah, but that's the reason why I'm probably dating this person. Is because I saw the beautiful woman. Yeah, you have now, to continue to now see. Now, what it. I'm experiencing is something yeah. different. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But okay. what what you're experiencing um, will very quickly fade away the more you interact with her, based on who she really is, not her traumatic response. But that's progress. It's an inevitability. Yeah, yeah. yeah but that's what you're saying. There is progress. That, sure. That's what I'm saying. And it's sure. quick progress, right? Yeah. You can see that, okay, this is what's happening. Yeah. And I'm totally okay with that, yeah. right? As, a, yeah. as an individual. Yeah. I'm not speaking for all men, yeah. but I'm just, I'm creating dialogue in this conversation, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, being devil's advocate also, yes. speaking for, my, for yeah. myself yeah. <laughs> in, in, in yeah. some part. Yeah, because a lot of people come from that perspective. Mm. So it's, it's an important yeah. consideration. But like I said, I think the man is called to enter the world of the woman, see her for who for who she truly is, mm-hmm. and remain present. Yeah, remain seeing her for what she is, not the traumatized version that she presents. Mm. And in doing that, you actually change the trauma because okay. she actually starts to believe in who you see mm. her to be. Which is why I'm saying. As men and as women, we need to have bigger visions for each other. Yeah. And I think it's the same. The same goes the other way around. If a woman's vision for you is just, I want you to have a, earn $100,000, have this kind of car, there is something missing. Something very much missing in that, in that scenario. So it's transformational. Okay. Being, really? a, being able to be that kind of man for a woman, which is what she needs, is transformational. Yeah, I I'd actually, I'd actually argue that if you're in a relationship with a woman, and here's me throwing people under the bus, yeah. if you are in a relationship with a woman, it is your responsibility. Responsibility. Yeah, I said it, the R word. Yeah, the one that you run away from. Correct. Yeah. It's your responsibility to see her for who she really is and mm-hmm. have that vision constantly and when she presents the traumatized self you go uh uh-uh, that's not you yeah here's who you really are yeah okay. and keep doing that keep glorifying who she actually is I've authentic woman to, i've learned that today from golf actually to be honest oh that what you're just saying yeah i learned that today from golf tell us what happened because i i actually got into a, a presence of mind Mm. that thought just because i made a bad shot Mm. doesn't mean it's a bad hole brilliant exactly do you got do you know what i mean yep so i've just got to stay who i am yep yep and the hole is the hole 
and my next shot could be amazing yep and get the results that i want yep. i've just got to stay in the moment yep not get pushed around yep something bad will happen but it shouldn't push me off my square yep i should just keep moving keep forging ahead yep. and i think from all the things that i could have learned from the sport that's been the most profound yep it's given me a sense of calm yeah yeah yep. so okay i think okay at this point yeah maybe let's uh let's give uh leanne a call okay let's bring on a caller leanne leanne uh, let's get her perspective let's see what probably Leanne's had a little got. bit of time to think about this let's see what she's got to say yeah let's see uh what we go with Uh, caller on the line, Leanne, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Oh, absolutely amazing. How you going, Leanne? Hello, Gomer, how yeah. are you? Gomer Brown in full effect. Word up. <laughs> He's doing <laughs> his thing in here. Oh, great. Okay. Getting, I'm getting a bit of deja vu here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. This is happening more often than not. It's been ages since we spoke to you. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like this a little while ago. Yeah, seems like <laughs> now, now. Let me tell you something. <laughs> no need for that. Yeah. So, I guess you have a, a little bit of an idea of what we're what we're bringing you for, while you're on this call at the moment, and it's basically to do with what women want. Mm-hmm. So, we've had a chat around what they want and what they need. Now, you haven't heard any of that. Mm. Now, what we want to do is have a little bit of a contrast between what Gome said and what we've been chatting about in here. Mm. And then, <laughs> and so then. What we want and what we actually want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So yeah. we can just yeah. go with, yeah, what, uh, yeah. what you want. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, I'll present the other side, well, Gome will present the other side of what you need. Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> then you can argue that out. I'll just leave the room. <laughs> I see, I see. Okay. Well, I was saying it, it, it's an interesting question and it, it can be quite an open-ended and quite a, a general question. But as I said, look, I'll answer, I guess, from my point of view and, yes. and what I'm looking for in, mm. in a man or a partner. And, um, yeah, I, I guess, as I was saying, to, to probably sum it up as, as short as I can would be, um, you know, that I personally am looking for a partner and not a project. That is that's sort of my little motto because... Yes. Um, you know, I'd, I'd like to uh, to have someone that that is, is established, really, that has the the qualities and traits. Um, That's that true. I've seen I've seen you yeah. with that T-shirt on in the uh, <laughs> in the Ruby yeah. Room. Partner, not project. <laughs> Partner, not project. Yeah. Ruby Room. Well, okay, that was a long yeah. time ago, isn't it? <laughs> a few years ago. <laughs> Or was it base? <laughs> no, it was uh, Ruby Room at uh, at one of those uh, you know long weekend pimps and hoes parties. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what you couldn't find a, a you couldn't find a partner that you want there, surely? <laughs> at those particular events, no. no. <laughs> packed. Anyway, that yeah. Might sorry, be my sorry. We... All along, maybe I'm just going to the wrong places. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Yeah, yeah, keep going. Okay. So we were talking about okay, yeah, what what am I looking for? Okay. So as I said, I think this would be quite different. Uh, I don't think it's a generic woman thing. I think it's quite different for each person and and we talk about uh you know the ever evolving uh, gender roles and and changes in society. So I I guess we've got to be aware of that and, and where different women stand in in those circumstances, but mm. For me personally, um, yeah, definitely looking for for someone with um, respect and, and manners. That was that was a big thing for me. Yeah, um, just those sort of old fashioned manners. You know, the way they're brought up. You can you can bring them home to mum and dad. They uh, they know how to talk to different audiences. That was that was quite important for me. Definitely um, not a millennial then. Yes, exactly. <laughs> So that sort of cuts out most people under the age of 40. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that's, that's, that's a huge chunk. Yep. That's a out. big proportion of Australians out. 
Um, no, no, no. Look, I've met some some very mature thirty five year olds, but um, yeah, yeah, you know, it's just yeah, it's about having, as I said, just that respect. I think respect is is quite a broad aspect of it, and it's you know, respect for each other as well as respect for um, you know, those those sort of family values as well. Yeah. How how would you know that a man has respect? What would that to look me, like? It's the way they they talk to you, like for me as well, um, actions are a big thing. Not just, I mean, you can talk the talk, mm-hmm. so you could sort of say, "Yeah, I'm well mannered. I'll do this. I'll do that." Um, but I think it's something that it's the the unspoken actions that actually say more to me. So you know, when you do introduce them to, to your parents, the way they communicate or the way um, they address your your family says everything to me, or the way they talk to you. So, um, you know, again, having that mutual respect for each other, being able to communicate, talk like adults, not mm. talking down to someone, not shouting at someone. Um, you know, that's all part of, of respect for me. So, I think it's it's a lot of the the action and and you know, when we talk about love languages and things like that, and those acts of service. So, just being mindful. Of, of your partner and other people, um, being aware of, of their needs and wants and, and trying to do the right thing, I guess, is how to sum it up. <laughs> yeah. Can you say yeah. more about the love languages? Yes. Um, I was just saying, like, I think for me, acts of service is a big thing because I think people often have good intentions, mm-hmm. but they don't follow through. So for me, actions speak very loudly and will let me know. I don't I don't think I've had partners that, that often put other people first, whereas I've grown up being a very generous person and always wanting to, to please other people and always wanting to help other people quite naturally. Yeah. And to find someone that reciprocates that is quite difficult. It's sort of then you feel that you're always giving and giving and giving and the other person's taking. So to so, have someone that genuinely acts in a certain way and, and is mindful of your needs or put your needs first is is wow, that's, that's a huge thing. Okay, so th- that's essentially your love language, right? So yes. that's how you show love. Yes. Right. If somebody else's be. love language is cleaning windows, <laughs> right? it's like this is how I'm showing you how much I love you by keeping the windows clean in this house. That's an act of service, isn't it? Yeah. Once, once that, that comes down to the mindfulness, if that's something that your partner is dead set on and it's something that you want to do to keep them happy, then yes. <laughs> yeah, so it's got to be what they want. Okay, so whatever he wants, right? If he gives you all of that, whatever he wants, then you would have to do. No, within, it's within reason, isn't it? You have to yeah, yeah, but whatever his that. love yeah. language is. Yeah. Yeah? Like if he's yeah, just got to rub lotion in his elbows every day. <laughs> right, make sure he hasn't got ashy elbows. Happy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> happy to rub lotion. Okay. Um, what okay. else? What else do we talk about? Loyalty. Well, loyalty. Yeah. Um, well, obviously, I think kindness and then generosity comes into that sort of respect and manners. Yeah. Um, so loyalty me, from what perspective? Fidelity. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Loyal to the union. Why is yeah. that important? <laughs> Why? Because uh, again, I'm old-fashioned that way. I believe that if you're with someone, you're it's an exclusive thing. It's not. If you're in that sort of relationship, if you're just, as we thought, if you're just dating, if you're not serious, that's fine. But if you are dating with intention, then yes, then the loyalty is a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, a, um, that's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think, you know, for someone like me who is a bit career focused, I think drive and ambition was a big thing. Yeah. For me, as I said, it doesn't matter what you do, what kind of job you have, but just that want to have a stable job, to keep doing better, to improve yourself, to, mm. to have goals, to have life goals was, was important. I've actually been with partners where they thought I was too ambitious and were just like, oh, why aren't you just happy with this? Like you've got enough already. Um, and that just kind of dampened my spirit. So I think someone having, you mm. know, common Did you say goals, dampened? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no, listen to this guy. <laughs> this guy resides in the gutter. Oh, sorry, I just woke we're up. We're actually not in the I same just, location. I just woke up in the gutter. So yeah, <laughs> it's, we're actually not in the same location. It's some gutter somewhere. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you are actually in the gutter. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, 
I thought we were having, you know, an adult conversation. We are. Here. That's what adults do. <laughs> adults can eat breakfast for lunch. Think, think again, Leah. <laughs> we just met. <laughs> uh, you know, part of being an adult is eating breakfast for lunch. <laughs> so what I, what I suggested in terms of what women need um, mm. is aligned with what I believe is the sixth love language, which I think trumps on all the others because I think the whole love language thing is a whole lot of rubbish. But <laughs> I, I, I think the biggest love language and the most important love language which taps into what I believe women need is the ability to understand your partner's trauma. Your partner's what, sorry? Trauma. Oh, okay, yep. Because I so feel everyone like... everyone come with trauma? Sorry? Does everyone come with trauma? Absolutely. Okay. Ab- absolutely. It sounds like it. I, I feel like it, it's a case of severity and also a case of awareness. Yes. But yes. definitely we all have some kind of trauma. Mm. Um, and so I think to be aware of your partners, because I, th- I feel like the whole love language thing is, is about me, it's Mark. Here, here's what I want. Here's mm. what I need. Here's what I need. That's what I was and kind I think, of alluding to. Yeah, and I think that never leads to anything substantial in terms of relationships. Mm. I think when but you, if you do understood each other's wants and needs, then yeah. I'm just using that as a guide. Yeah, would that not help the relationship? So it becomes an inevitability. I I feel yeah. like the conversation needs to be a bring to the table. Yeah. Right. So when mm. instead of saying what can you do for me, mm. you say this is what I'm bringing to the table. What are you bringing to the table? And if those yeah. things align, then we keep it moving. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We, we join together and keep moving. Absolutely. Rather than and that's, and that's uh, this is what I want. Do you have what I want? But yeah. not mentioning what you're bringing to the table. Yeah. And that's the mm. problem is that people often want things that they can't themselves deliver or offer, mm. which I think is a reality check for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and on the other hand, some people bring a lot, then it scares the other people off. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. Or pe- people say they want stuff until they get it and they go, oops, yes. actually. Yeah, I actually don't know what to do with <laughs> not, all this. not really sure what to do with this. This is a bit much. Yeah. Maybe let's tone it down yeah, a bit. Yeah, let's, uh, let's put this away. And, and you're right. And I'll give you an example of that. When I talk about drive and, and success factors and things like that, I've, I've been on, on both complete sca- end of the scales with those. Mm. And, you know, you've had men who, you know, can't keep a job at all mm. and then, you know, you become the provider and everything and then you've got men that are so driven and so career-focused that you become a, you know, fourth or fifth priority. So, as you said, yeah, you, you do have yeah. to be careful what you wish for to an extent where yeah. what is the happy medium, what is the compromise, what is the, what's the, the magic uh, figure there, you know? That's true. Mm. That's true. I think there's... Uh there's little bits in there. I think, you know, as we continue having these conversations, I think eventually we'll figure it out. But I, we've got, to, well, I, I know you know what you want. Now, I did pose a question earlier mm. uh, to, to Gome because he told me what he thought women wanted and what they needed. But mm. I, And I said I was going to ask, you know, uh, uh, a lady this question. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm cognizant not to call you a woman because I don't know what, <laughs> what that means these days. But uh, uh, what I wanted to know is that the long list that women have of mm. what they want, do they feel like if they if that person magically appeared right now in front mm. of them, would mm. he like who they were? Mm. Yeah. Would he be happy with what he's found? Ways. I think that absolutely, that is exactly what it's worth. And that's why when you mentioned um, trauma, not trauma. Um, Tra- trauma. <laughs> it's trauma. trauma. Okay. Trauma. None of this trauma stuff. Trauma. <laughs> Give up this trauma. You're triggering um, me. You know, I think that was a big thing because, you know, and that's why I said does it exist with everyone because a lot of people, you know, yeah, look, not everyone's lived a perfect life. Um, people come with different emotional baggage, mental baggage, physical baggage. Um, 
but they may have learnt to deal with that very well. They may have grown and developed as a person. Mm. But as you said, yeah. when when someone's looking for their partner, and this is what I'm talking about, a partner and settling down and, and long-term and getting married, I'm not talking about just dating. Mm. You yourself have to be in that space. So, yeah, you need to work on yourself. You need to make sure that what I'm bringing to the table is what I'm what what I can expect in return then and also um, that I am ready to receive and reciprocate. So, you know, yeah, exactly. You have to be in the right space, I think, in order to accept and be in a successful relationship. You can't just say, I want, I want, I want, and then not put any personal work in and say, well, I've got all these traumas. I'm just going to keep reflecting these onto my partners. Mm. Here's a a tricky thing about that, Leanne, though, because when you're talking about, and we're talking particularly about relational trauma, Mm. um, the only way you can really work on those is in relationship. And that's that's the tricky thing. Um, There is no going to the mountain by yourself to work on it and then you come (laughs) back and then you go, okay, I'm good to go now. Unfortunately, the only way to heal relational trauma is in Mm. relationships. So what it takes is courage, risk, vulnerability, all these kind of things, because there are no guarantees. Mm. So it's kind of like, I only know how I really have developed from my trauma by actually Mm -hmm. taking the risk and being in a relationship. Because I don't know how I'm going to be triggered until I'm Mm -hmm. in a situation. I can go and do all the yoga and come back and one Mm -hmm. one little thing triggers me and all the yoga's out the window. I swear to God, I have a golf analogy for everything. Okay? All right. So you can go and practice every day on the practice range and do all of that. Yeah. But that has very little to do with how you'll perform in an actual game. Especially competitive. Yeah. The only way you can test out how things is going Mm -hmm. is in the game. Now, you have different emotions going through all of this stuff. And those... Those situations are going to come at you. Mm. So now, how are you going to respond? How are you going to handle that? You're going to get it wrong. You're going to get it wrong. Yep. You're going to get it wrong. Yep. And then you're going to get it wrong. Yep. And then eventually you'll get it right. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Exactly. Eventually you'll get it right. And eventually you'll know how to deal with them differently. So I completely agree with you in the sense that you won't know certain triggers or certain circumstances until you're in the situation. Absolutely mm. can understand that 200%. Mm. However, you do continue to grow as a person in the sense that you can learn how to deal with situations differently and more effectively. So again, yeah. um, as I said, personally, I had someone who suffered with mental health issues. I didn't know how to respond to that. I didn't know how to react to that. Yeah. I took it upon myself to educate myself and say, okay, now I can understand things a bit better from their point of view. So should this happen again, mm. I'm yeah. going to be more sensitive to that situation. I'm going yeah. to be more open-minded. I'm going to communicate better. I'm going to, you know, so again, that's what I'm talking about. Just being, if I'm more self-aware, I can address circumstances and triggers better. Yeah. And that, that's, that's all we're really asking for. Yeah. Because no, no one's going to be perfect. People are going to have to compromise somewhere. But, if you have practice, if you've had situations that have triggered you in the past, if you as a person acknowledge that and learn how to grow through that and try to do better next time, you're going to keep doing better and better each time, isn't it? Or you're going to be able to communicate about it. Yeah, better, yeah, yeah. More I think there's... So that it's not a big issue or you're not, as I say, you're not just throwing that trauma onto someone else. You're actually saying, hey, this is an issue I've got. This is why, because of how I've been treated in the past this is my expectation or if I'm feeling a certain way, I'm going to tell you about it. Yeah. I think that's what I said earlier, that there's a level of, of self-awareness and then there's a, there's like something's happening about it now, because you really don't have to date people that (laughs) that are really messed up and then then deal with all their issues. Right. You don't have to as an individual, right? You can, you pick the best possible candidate for the job and then Mm. you work with little bits here and there and then you get it right. And then you keep moving. I think that's because for that person, it might not be you, but there is somebody out there that whatever they're going through, they don't see it as a big issue. Right, yeah, and that's the person that they are supposed to be with. Yeah, and that's or someone who's got the ability to to see beyond, you know, the trauma stress response and those mm. those kind of trauma 
kind of behaviors that it usually exhibits yeah. as a protective layer. Um, someone who can see beyond that to who this woman truly is behind that. And I'd probably argue that from my perspective, and this may sound weird, I believe everyone is perfect. Mm. And it just takes someone who has For the ability to see Definitely. the perfection um, yeah. in people and go beyond the trauma and understand what happened to you. Okay, so that's why you're being an idiot. Mm. But that's, <laughs> that does not define you. That's not who you are. Who you really are is this beautiful swan and let me show you how beautiful you really are. Yeah, I mean, that's what mums are for. That's what men are for. Mums. (laughs) Okay, that's what your mum's going to do for you. Your dad's going to whoop you if you do some stuff. He doesn't care why you did it or what was around. All he's coming in for is what happened. Okay. (laughs) Don't do that again. That's all right. Yeah. All right, so I feel like all of this stuff is, you know, Men have to tap in. I mean, look, at the end of the day, I feel like men have to tap into a little bit of what mum was like because of our experience with mum and how she she treated situations because that would have been probably the reason why we had a mum to begin with, right? (laughs) Yeah, the empath. Yeah. And remember that you want a wife now, not a (laughs) mum. No, 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 it's one and the same, Leanne. It's one and the same, okay? If you were packing packing my lunches like mum was packing my lunches, we've got a problem. Yeah. Okay, you better write my name on my lunchbox too. Correct. And cut off the crust. Yeah, cut the crust out, do all that stuff. Otherwise, what are we doing here? Yeah. Okay. Put the cheese on the side so it doesn't get the bread soggy. Yeah, that's it. Cut out the cute shape. Yeah, do something. Put a little note in there. Have a nice day. Yeah, love you lots. Yeah, you know, that's all we. That's all we're after. It's all part of it. Yeah, and, and and if you're a tradie, you know, pop in a hungry jacks voucher in there <laughs> <laughs> as you go along. Yes, it goes a long way. Oh, it did does. you did you guys know that hungry jacks currently have, you know, on their uh, packaging? Uno. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, just, the game. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Maybe let's let's go hungry jacks after this. I think I think let's do that. I think you know. Let me tell you. I think we could do the podcast on hungry jacks next time. Is that where to meet a good trainee? Yeah, that's that's where you meet a good trainee. Just come ready with the vouchers. Yeah. (laughs) With his King G shorts and his steel blue shoes. Man, those shorts get shorter and shorter. Jesus. Thank you for your insight, Leanne. You're welcome. And I think one thing that we probably didn't really go over, which I think would sum it up, is really probably just having some common ground and common goals. And I think that will really help the partnership, regardless of gender roles. Yeah. Common sense as well, maybe. And some, ah, some common sense. The problem with common sense, it's not that common. It turns (laughs) turns out it's not always that common, right? Okay. But that would be ideal. Absolutely amazing. Well, Leanne, thank you so much. Uh, this will be about the point in the podcast when I say goodbye. A pleasure to my as always. Kome and to you nice. and to the listeners. Right, as always. Yes. So thank you so much <laughs> for coming in. <laughs> you were calling number five. We yeah. skipped four people to get to you, Leanne. Just to get so. to you. <laughs> so, take us out, D. Take us out. D, which is my cue. That was episode 19 of Voice of the International Community Experience. Uh, We were joined by Leanne. Uh, We spoke about what women wanted. And I definitely, as usual, come out of this with a feeling of growth and actually understanding and learning. Yeah, man. Catch you on the flip side. Thank Peace. you, Gome, and thank you, Leanne. Peace out. Right. Catch you at the Ruby Room. <laughs> <laughs> All hungry jacks. All, All hungry jacks. Yeah, man.